Hello everybody, aloha and welcome. This is Magdalena in another episode of Touchful Podcast. I feel that it's about time to record this particular episode. I've been um, carrying this topic inside me for quite some time and giving it a lot of uh, consideration and experimentation and I feel that I finally want to share a little bit more about this topic with you today. And the topic of today's episode is that what we know is not important and what we know doesn't matter. <laughs> and I'm giggling because <laughs> the moment I say it out loud, I feel this part of me that I call a little scientist. I feel this part of me like screaming inside. It's this part of me that loves knowing and loves facts. And it's this part of me that believes that knowledge is power and believes in education and, you know, reading books and studying and science and all that stuff. I have a very, very, very strong part like this in me. And this part... (laughs) when it hears when it when it hears me saying that what we know ultimately doesn't matter this part is like what do you mean what do you mean knowledge is everything so i'm going to elaborate a little bit on that today what exactly i mean by that when i say that what we know doesn't matter um and uh, it, it's so funny, you know, when, when I start recording the episode, I, I don't have any script or anything like this. I just have this idea in my mind that I want to share with you. And then I start talking. And um, if you've been listening to my episodes, you know that some of them are more coherent, some of them are less coherent. But I always try to stri- stay truthful and authentic and, and just keep it real. <laughs> and another thing that comes to me right now is is this, like, I see my inner child, my little Magdalena, the the little one who loved reading encyclopedia and gathering facts. And my favorite books as a child were the books, you know, with like 100 random facts about something. And I still remember some of these facts. They are utterly useless, uh, but I still remember them up to this day. And ever since I was a child... I loved learning and I loved studying and I loved knowing. And up to this day, I really love um, popular science books and educational programs uh, on on YouTube and um, magazines that are about scientific facts and so on and so forth. So I'm not going to neglect, not not neglect, that's not the, that's not the word Magdalena, where is your English? I'm not going to, um, you know, like sort of like push away knowledge. But I want to familiarize you with some idea, something that I really felt strongly recently, that in some areas of our lives, or I'm going to speak for myself, but I believe this to be kind of universal. When I talk to my massage clients or when I talk to my friends, we kind of agree on that, that in some areas of our lives, it really doesn't matter what you know if you don't implement it. If you don't embody it, then it really doesn't matter how much you know. And this whole area where 
what we know doesn't matter is the area of I really don't like this word but I'm gonna use it it's the area of self-care and I want to talk about exactly precisely this in today's episode that when it comes to self-care taking care of your health be it physical health mental emotional health or spiritual health if you want to put it like this because i like to see health and well-being on these four layers or levels of life physical emotional mental and spiritual then as long as we don't act and as long as we don't embody the knowledge that is there it's really not going to change much And I want to give you examples from my own life and maybe some stories from the lives of my clients. Um, And I want to share with you my self-care October project that I'm currently running, an experiment that me and my friend are having together. And ultimately, I want to inspire you maybe a little bit to... um, to embody the knowledge... Yeah, I feel like this is what this episode is going to be about, about embodying the knowledge, the knowledge that we kind of all have to some extent about how to be healthy, how to feel good, how to be happy, how to find peace and so on and so forth. We kind of all have a knowledge to some extent about that and yet not much changes because if this knowledge just stays somewhere in the mind and is not being transferred to the body then ultimately it doesn't matter think about what you know about how to take care of your health just think about some random information all kinds of facts that you have around that topic how to feel good, how to stay healthy, how to live longer. And I am almost sure, almost 100% sure that you can give me lots and lots and lots of ideas. And these are going to be simple things like um, taking care of your sleep, staying hydrated, um, going for walks and taking care of your physical activity and uh, lowering the level of stress in your life and having a healthy diet we might like agree or disagree whether we should like you know eat meat or not eat meat whether it's vegan or whether we should exclude dairy or this or that it kind of like depends on um on a state of current state of research but also your personal preferences and um and you know your personal opinion about this topic but to some extent we all have knowledge about how to feel good and how to feel happy and what is healthy and what is definitely not healthy like staying up late and um, mindlessly scrolling through your phone and not having any physical activity and uh, you know this and that this is healthy and this is not healthy and ultimately (laughs) Just feel it for a moment. Ultimately, it doesn't matter if you don't implement it. If you know that staying up late and scrolling through your phone every night until 2am 
is definitely not healthy for you, but you keep doing that, then the theoretical knowledge doesn't matter. When it comes to the body, the body is in here and now, in this moment. And my body doesn't care about my theoretical knowledge about how walking every day for 15 minutes is going to improve my health. My body cares if I am going for a walk right now, if I went for a walk today, this is what ultimately makes a difference for me. Not a whole theoretical knowledge about what I should do and how should I be to stay healthy. And this topic kind of emerged for myself personally, in my personal life, quite recently. I I gave you this example of mindlessly scrolling through the phone until 2am because actually I caught myself doing this the other day. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, what's going on? I know that it's not healthy. I know that that it's healthy to have a proper amount of sleep. And in my personal case, I know my body, I know my system. So I know that for me, I feel the best if I go to sleep before uh, 11 p.m. and I have at least eight hours of sleep. This is where I feel the best. And I'm like, I have this, all this knowledge inside me. And at that moment, when I was scrolling through that phone at 2 a.m., I just thought like, wow, all this knowledge is completely useless if I don't put it into practice, if I don't embody it, if I don't move all this knowledge from the realm of the mind when it resides, and if I don't move it into the body, into the practice, into embodying what I know, then really I can know all kinds of this and that and this stuff is not going to be helpful so what i ended up doing is um i shared this with a friend this whole idea that when it comes to self-care you know it's only as good as you embody it and we ended up having this conversation about like how we both know what makes us feel good and happy and healthy and what gives us nourishment and what makes us thriving and on the other hand what is depleting us and what is you know making us feel sick and unhealthy and weak and tired and stressed and so on and so forth and we inspired each other me and my friend to have a self-care October and to embody the knowledge that I have in me, that we both have in us, me and my friend, about self-care and what makes us feel good and what makes us feel bad. And instead of just knowing it, really consciously deciding that in October I'm paying extra, extra, extra care to it and really taking as much care about my health and well-being not just physical health, but in general, the well-being, as much care as I can. Uh, So I want to give you the idea of the four areas of my life where I look into 
my health and well-being and I look into what I know and what of this I really want to implement in October. And my idea behind sharing all this with you is that maybe it will inspire you to look into your life and into all the areas, or not all the areas, into some of the areas of your life where you know, you know what's good for you, you know what would help you, you know what makes you feel good, and for some reason you don't do it. Then if you listen to this episode in October, then I invite you to join me and my friend for this self-care October project where you really prioritize embodiment over knowledge, practicing over knowing. Another way to put it would be to walk your talk. So not just talking that you should... um, that you should spend less time on your phone, not just talking that you should drink more water, not just talking that you should quit sugar, not just talking that you should um, start moving more, not just talking because when it comes to the body, when it comes to how you feel in your body, talking really doesn't change much. So maybe that would inspire you a little bit to to embody it. So let's look together into four four areas of our lives with some examples. And you might feel um, and kind of be real with yourself about what would you like to do in every of these areas of your life for the next week, two weeks, a month, a day, the rest of today even, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter, you don't need to commit yourself to like, okay, from now on till the rest of my life, I'm going to do this, it can be just for today, maybe, maybe just for the rest of the day, you want to walk your talk, you want to embody the knowledge, and you want to really pay attention to the choices that you make, knowing that every choice that we make has consequences for our health and for our well-being, then maybe just for today, you want to pay a little more attention to the choices that you make when it comes to what you eat or how much you sleep or how much you use your phone or how much you move or how um, much you hug the people that you love and so on and so forth. So the first area that I decided that I want to look into for myself um, is the physical, the physical health and the physical layer of reality. And it's the one that is, um, I would say it's, it's the easiest and the most difficult. On the one hand, it's the easiest because the changes are kind of like immediate like if I know that it's important to stay hydrated then in this very moment in this very second of my life I can pull myself a glass of water and drink it and 
embody the knowledge that it's important to stay hydrated, you know what I mean? So in a way, it's very easy to look into this area. Um, so go ahead and think about, just for yourself, if you want to, you can, um, you can take a piece of paper even and write down or think about all kinds of things that make you feel physically good, that are important for your physical health. And you don't need to think in general, what is in general and what is the common knowledge or what people in general say and what, what people in general believe or what people in general choose. But think about yourself. What helps you? What serves you? For example, maybe you had this experience that for a day or two you um, cut sugar completely and you immediately felt a difference in how you think and how you sleep and how much energy you have. Then you know that it's important for you and it works for you. Maybe you've had this experience that um, when you go to bed before midnight, then it really makes a huge, huge, huge difference for how you feel versus when you go to bed at 2 a.m. Or maybe in your personal case, you observe that it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Then focus on something else, on something that you feel that makes a difference for you. Maybe you personally really feel a difference when you go to the swimming pool and uh, spend some time, you know, swimming. Or maybe you personally feel a difference when you go for a walk and spend some time in nature. Or maybe you feel a difference when you eat your last meal at 8 o'clock and no later than that. So think about what in your case on a physical level works best and what makes you feel happy, healthy, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel that you are nourishing yourself on a physical level. And ultimately, you will most likely notice that this will be either about um, the amount of sleep, the type of food that you consume, the amount of movement that you have. In most cases, it's one of these three categories. And that's the the sort of like this paradox of this whole idea of what we know doesn't matter, only what we embody matters. Because all this is so very simple. The ideas for feeling good, for feeling healthy, for feeling happier, for feeling more relaxed, these ideas are so very simple that to some extent our brains, our minds, that love complicating stuff, that I don't know if you agree, but I sometimes feel that my mind is like this, that my mind cannot believe that it can be that simple, that it is really about the quality of your sleep and how many hours of sleep you get. And it's about the quality of your food and how much movement you get every day. And like, it can be as simple as that. And... <laughs> I see it in myself, I see it in my clients, I see it in my friends, I see it all around me that we somehow, 
you know when it's when it's that simple we want we are like no it cannot be that simple it it must be you know something more into it it can, it cannot be simply about you know that i need to drink more water eat better food sleep more use my phone less and go for walks and then i will be you know a different person but it really works like this and that's the best and the worst part at the same time um that it can be that simple i remember the other day i was watching youtube and i found this um video from a buddhist monk and he was sharing his um morning routine and you know how to stay how to start the day in a good way um from a buddhist monk's perspective and he gave five tips or five ideas and of course the moment i saw this title of this youtube video you know like the morning routine from a perspective of a buddhist monk i was like oh, oh that's going to be good that's going to be it's going to be life-changing i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna do it and it's gonna change my life and then I watched this video and the five tips that this monk gave, they were so simple. They were so obvious almost. They were so painfully simple and obvious that I could feel my mind being almost disappointed and my mind my ego telling me no it cannot be that easy it cannot be that easy but the truth is that it is that easy that i you might hear me every now and then saying that life is simple i really really so strongly believe in this that life is simple and it's about simple things and simple decisions. And it's not about, um, you know, completely changing your life upside down and, you know, doing God knows what. It's really about all these little everyday things, all these tiny little decisions throughout the day that at the end of the day, they make a difference. Tiny little steps that at the end of the day make a difference. And tiny little steps that, you know, at the end of the week, it makes a difference if you went to the swimming pool this one time or not. It makes a difference if you went for a walk or not. It makes a difference if you did yoga or not. Even if you did it two times during the whole week, it's going to make a difference because two is more than zero. And sometimes, at least for me, it's so easy for me to, be to believe that oh, it doesn't make a difference if I don't do it regularly. It's like I either walk every day for 30 minutes for the rest of my life and then it's going to make a difference or not. But that's not true because your life is in this moment. It's in here and now and your body is in here and now. And it really, truly makes a difference now for your body, whether you drink that glass of water or not whether you are going to drink the fifth coffee today or maybe skip it whether you're going to scroll through your phone until 2 a.m i'm talking to myself or not it makes a difference and it's about the little things life is about the little things and at the end of your life it's all these little things that made a difference
I feel like I was like a huge side note to this first area that I started talking about. So the physical. I need a sip of cacao. And as you probably know, I hate editing my podcasts. I really find it such a waste of time. So I'm probably not gonna cut it out. So that's the first area, the physical. All the little things that make your physical body feel good. So think about one or two things. It doesn't have to be ten. Because it's easier to commit yourself to one doing one thing today, now, in this moment. Than to, you know, commit yourself to going to the gym every day for the next month. Then the next area that I when I started to run this experiment for myself and when I decided that in October I really want to focus on my well-being and health and self-care, the next area that I looked into is emotional. Emotional health and emotional well-being. And I'm going to give you some examples, but first I would like you to, again, if you have a piece of paper and you want to put it down on paper, please do. If you want to think about it, then just think about it for a moment. Let's think about it together. About all these little things that make you feel better emotionally. That kind of make you feel good at your heart. That make you feel at peace. That make you feel emotionally stable. And again, don't think about what is good in general or what is good for everybody. Think about yourself. Think about all these little personal experiences that you have. All these little things that make your emotions kind of like right. And they make you feel good and they make you feel safe and they make your heart being at peace and at ease. So for me, a huge part of this emotional health is the quality of my relationships. That's for sure. And I realized that there are some relationships in my life right now which I feel that they have been neglected and something is not entirely right there and I feel this affecting my emotional health quality of my emotional well-being so a part of my personal experiment and self-care October is making those relationship right as much as I can Mm. clarifying some things sometimes it's about having difficult conversations sometimes it's about um Ending a relationship. Sometimes the relationship needs to take a different path. Sometimes it's about being really truthful and open and vulnerable in my case. To really feel that my emotional health is being taken care of in the department of relationships, I would say. But in your case, it doesn't need to be about relationships. Though in general, I kind of feel that the quality of our relationships really affects our emotional health a lot. And physical health, of course, as well. And and mental health, too. All of this is connected. Um, So maybe you feel that in October, you want to take care of the relationships with your family. Maybe you want to um, 
I sometimes somehow I keep thinking about hugging because I had this client who came the other day and one of the suggestions that I gave her is that um, she should get uh, she should talk to her husband about uh, the hugs that she needs a lot of hugs um, for her emotional health and emotional stability so somehow in my mind when it comes to emotional health like I have this one word one idea like we should hug each other a lot um, but maybe for you something else comes to your mind and to your heart maybe it's um, creativity being creative it's something that you know makes you happy and calm and peaceful at heart maybe it's um, arts and crafts maybe it's um, like in my case it's music it's um, making music as I call it playing an instrument maybe it is really good for your emotional health when you read a couple of pages of a book in the evening uh, some wholehearted inspiring book before you go to sleep maybe it's good for your emotional health when you meditate maybe it's good for your emotional health when you have a gratitude journal when you write in a journal three things that you are grateful for at the end of the day i used to have this practice by the way when um, i was in bed already i was in bed you know lights off and i was relaxing taking a couple of breaths before to before falling asleep and i had this practice of naming 10 things that i was grateful for something that happened that had happened during that day that evoked gratitude in my in my heart and i was counting them on my fingers so i had like 10 fingers in both hands and counting these 10 things from just from that one day uh, every day before going to sleep and I used to do that for quite some time I don't do it anymore but now when I think about it I feel I was such a beautiful wholesome inspiring heart opening practice that I feel that I would like to come back to including more gratitude into my life another thing that I constantly keep forgetting constantly keep forgetting but i feel a huge difference in my emotions and in my soul as well when i do it is blessing my food before i eat it, eat it. Um, showing my gratitude for the for the food thanking for the food and blessing the food before i eat it and i realized just like when i'm speaking to you right now that i would like to do this more because i constantly forget and when I do it, I really notice that it. I feel differently. I feel differently in my heart when I eat a food that I first really blessed and expressed my gratitude. So these are just some inspirations for you, uh, for, for this area of emotions and emotional self-care, emotional health. So don't stay there just with, with my ideas. Um, think about what matters to you right now. And what is this one little thing that you can do now, today, in the next hour, before this day ends? Something that is going to make a difference about how you feel. Because again, remember, it's about all these little things that at the end of the day make a difference. And you don't need to commit yourself to doing this every day for the next month. You can just commit yourself 
to do this once now or in the next hour. Another area uh, of health that I um, that I want to talk about and that I included in my experiment of self-care October is mental health. And mental health is such a huge topic. It's uh, it's such a huge topic and somehow like i'm i'm th- i'm thinking now what what doors opens in my mind right now when i when i say mental health and somehow what opens up for me is burnout so i got burned out twice and i was really close to a burnout for the first, third time last year when i had a whole like a really big health crisis last year and since then I know that I'm simply prone to burnout a lot. So I need to take a lot of care to prevent burnout. And it is also about all kinds of physical and emotional things that I do for myself and all this like mental mental self-care. And let me think what is that for me? And in the meantime, think about what it means for you, what makes you feel good in your mind, what is this part of your mental self-care routine, what makes a difference for your mind, for the quality of your thoughts. And when I think about it, for me it's definitely meditation, number one. I feel a difference on the days when I meditate when I take a moment to sit with myself um, quietly and meditate I feel a difference throughout the rest of the day the whole quality of my life on that day is just simply different another thing that for me personally makes a huge huge difference for my mental state is the amount of time that I spend on the phone and if it's a lot if it's a lot of scrolling if it's a lot of screen time then I just feel that my brain starts to function in a little bit different way versus when I have less phone time or when I put my phone when I turn off my phone at 9pm, let's say, instead of scrolling until midnight and then just falling asleep almost with the phone in my hand. When I turn my phone off, and by turn off I mean completely turn it off, switch it off, I feel a difference in the quality of my sleep, for example. Simply because the, the state of my thoughts and the state of my mind is just different and it's the same in the mornings when I start a day with a phone immediately as one of the first things and I have mornings like this I'm I really do <laughs> then I just feel that the whole day is just different not I'm not I'm not just talking physically but somehow for my mind it really makes a difference whether I start a day with a phone or I start a day with some physical activity or meditation or some quiet time or even some work, but 
you know, like, you know, cleaning the kitchen or washing the dishes or whatever, but not being immediately on my phone. And again, that's the proof that what we know doesn't matter because I know this, but I still sometimes do it because um, to some extent I am addicted to my phone um, and I'm in a process of quitting social media and I feel that it has changed the quality of my mental health a lot not to be on Instagram and to be much less on Facebook. So it is my commitment in October to spend less time on my phone and I have days when I succeed and I have days when I don't succeed and it, it, it's fine, it's okay. Sometimes it's like this and sometimes it's like that but what is important to me is that I don't want to just know that it's important for me. I want to embody it and that's Ultimately, I feel that this is what I'm trying to express in this in this episode. That is this little shift from I know into I embody, I choose. It's like, yeah, I know what is good for me. But in October, having this um, having this little self care project with me and me and my friend, I want to embody as much as I know. As it's possible. I don't want to just know what is good for me. I want to do it. I want to take care of it. So think about your mental uh, mental health and what supports it. And think about this one thing that you can do now or that you can do today. Again, you don't need to commit yourself to meditating for one hour every day for the next month. You can just commit yourself into sitting for three minutes and meditating for three minutes because you know that it's good for you and you want to embody the knowledge. You want to bring the knowing into the flesh because that is that one thing that is ultimately going to make a difference and it's this one thing that matters. If you know that you should meditate because it's good for you but you don't meditate, it doesn't matter. And if you know that you should meditate and you decide to do it for one minute or two minutes or three minutes because that was all that you were able to do on that day, then it's this one minute that is more than zero. Think about it like that, please. Don't be like me. I used to be for my whole life and up to this day, I am really very often like all or nothing. Either I do it like 100% or it completely doesn't matter. And it's not true. One minute or two minutes is more than zero. Another example that I want to give you about that is that coming back to the physical health, I started um, doing Pilates in the morning, every morning, or most of the mornings. That was my idea that I should be doing it every morning. And for three weeks, I was really doing it every morning. And then came this one day when I really just couldn't, myself to do it so I didn't do the workout and then I had this like oh like I've been doing it for three weeks and now I just didn't do it one day oh like what's the point I'm always like this I'm a quitter I always quit I have a commitment and then I don't do it and you know da 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 and I threw a pity party for myself that it's just all doesn't matter but then I realized that really five minutes of workout are more than zero and I might not feel like doing 30 minutes of 
you know, full body workout on that morning. But I might feel like doing a couple of my favorite exercises that all together total, they take like five minutes. And there is a part of me, a nasty part of my brain that tells me that, Magdalena, are you kidding me? What kind of a difference it makes if you do five repetitions of something? But for my body, I really believe that it does make a difference whether I do a five repetitions of something or not, of like my favorite exercise. So that was, uh, again, a side, a side talk. I feel that it's like, this episode is quite chaotic. <laughs> but if you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that most episodes are like this. I'm um, mostly a stream of consciousness. I kind of like, I really feel different doors opening and closing in my mind. Literally, as I speak to you, I kind of like, I feel the words coming to me. And I accepted that this podcast is like this, that it might be a little bit chaotic, but it's definitely very uh, truthful and very authentic and very in the moment. So I was talking about mental health and now I want to move into something that sounds very weird when I say it like this because I want to say spiritual health and I'm not even sure if such a thing exists but if it doesn't then I just invented it I want to talk about spiritual health and spiritual well-being because like I said at some point at the beginning of this episode I want I, I like to look at my health and my well-being in as on this four in this into these four areas of my life the physical emotional mental and spiritual so think about or write them down if you take notes and if you decide to put things on paper think about all the things that you do that you know that they are good for the soul all the things that when you do them, you kind of feel true belonging. You really feel like you are a part of something bigger. You really feel this, the great unknown, as I sometimes call it, the great unknown waking up inside you and the memory of the ordinary magic of life comes to you and you feel as a part of the universe. If you have any experience like this, what was that? What gives you this kind of feeling? This, in my opinion, is taking care of your spiritual health. And when I think about me, what is this for me? I'm, I, I literally didn't take any notes before this episode or didn't give much thought to it because I really wanted to be real and raw and unscripted. So I'm literally tuning into it right now as I speak to you. And I'm literally right now thinking about my spiritual health and what nourishes it. And the first thing that comes to me, to my biggest surprise actually, is um, ceremonies and gatherings. So here in Iceland where I live, the cacao ceremonies are quite popular. And I really, really, really enjoy going to some of them because it gives me this feeling of being in a community, being a part of something bigger, and really I feel like they nourish my soul. And I feel that 
yeah, that's a great idea to for me to go to a cacao ceremony as a part of my self-care October to really nourish my soul. Uh, the ceremonies, uh, cacao ceremonies that I do for myself at home, they are also very important for me. And I actually noticed that I've been doing them quite a lot recently for myself, just creating a ceremonial space and sitting with the cup of cacao and really taking time to drink it in a ceremonial way, in a way that I feel that nourishes my soul and connects me to something bigger than myself. Another thing that really makes my soul thrive is praying. And I actually put it in my notes about the podcast that I want to do a whole separate podcast about praying and how I understand praying, what is praying to me in a spiritual way how I pray, why I pray, and what it gives to me. So I don't want to talk about it much right now, but I just want to mention it that in my case, taking care of my spiritual health is praying. What nourishes my soul definitely is um, something that I call this ordinary magic. And it's easiest for me to tap into it and connect into it when I go for a walk and when I observe the nature and I allow myself to be like a child and to get just amazed with the clouds or the grass or the trees or the mountains or the river, then I really feel that I am a part of this and all this is a part of me. I feel like I have a whole another episode about it. I remember telling you about this, about one of my experiences that I had on a walk when I really had this almost like a psychedelic experience just by really being present and observant when I was on a walk and 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 just the whole nature was amazing, amazing. So yeah, so that's that. Mm. And then massages, of course, as a massage teacher, Lomi Lomi teacher and Lomi Lomi practitioner, I should not forget about massages. And in October, it's like, it's what, 8th of October, now when I'm recording this, um, and I've been receiving, I received quite many massages already this month. So there are some months when I don't receive at all. And there are some months when I receive quite a lot. And month of October is my month of receiving massages, of receiving Lomi, but also receiving other massages. Like two days ago, I think, I contacted my friend who is a great massage uh, practitioner and I told her that, you know, like, I feel a little bit down and I feel that I really would love a massage and could you please massage me? And she agreed and she gave me the most beautiful intuitive massage. She's not a Lomi practitioner, so it was not Lomi, but a very beautiful, nourishing massage. And it felt like the greatest gift for my physical body and for my heart and for my mind that was so calm and quiet and still. And for my soul that felt so seen and connected and a whole of me felt so taken care of. I was so grateful for that massage. And I know that I will be receiving more massages in October. That's that's one of my intentions because I feel <laughs> that massage is something that covers 
all these four areas, so the physical, the emotional, the mental and spiritual, it covers all. Uh, when it's a holistic massage like Lomi Lomi that I practice, then it's, it's, it's for all of these areas. And breathing, breathing is good for everything. It's good for the physical, it's good for the heart, it calms my mind and it really helps my spirit to connect to all of everything. There is another like whole episode about breathing, I think, so you can listen to that as well. And again, breathing, taking a deep breath is something that you can do right now, here. And this one deep breath is going to make a difference for your body. It doesn't matter if you know that deep breathing or conscious breathing is important for your nervous system and for your body and for your mind and whatnot. It doesn't matter if you know it. It only matters if you practice it. And again, don't commit yourself into, you know, from now on I'm going to consciously breathe all day, every day for the next month. No, because committing yourself into something like this ultimately really is committing ourselves to failure. But commit yourself into, I'm going to take three deep, conscious, mindful, wholesome, nourishing breaths right now in this moment. And then do it. Embody what you know. And I feel that that's what I wanted to share today with you. Embody what you know. Because what you know doesn't matter to your body. (laughs) For your body and to your body, it only matters if you embody it, if you practice it, if you give it to yourself. Otherwise, it's just an empty knowledge that, yeah, it's cool to know, but ultimately this knowledge doesn't change the quality of your life if you don't embody it. So whatever it is, embody it, embody it. And I wonder what this will be in your case, even if it's just one little thing, even if every day it's something different. Maybe one day it's more about what you eat and one day it's more about your phone and one day it's more about the exercises and one day it's more about um, quality time with your family and one day is more about this or that. It's fine, it's okay, just... Commit yourself to embody the knowledge that you have little by little every day and to embody the self-care. And let me know (laughs) how you feel and what are you embodying? What are the little changes that you've been implementing? You can send me a message. You have my email address in the description of this podcast. You can buy me a coffee. You have a link to um, to buy me buy me a coffee in the description of this podcast. And and yeah, I think I'm gonna stop here. <sighs> thank you for you. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for listening. Aloha. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.